Now podcast, where we can help you build confidence with your orthopedic evaluation and management skills. We hope you enjoy the show. And now for your host, Paul Marquis. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 181 of the OrthoEvalPal podcast. I'm your host, Paul Marquis, and today we're going to be talking about avulsion fractures of the ischial tuberosity. We're going to start with just a little bit of anatomy. We'll go through the differential diagnosis. We'll talk about what an avulsion fracture of the ischial tuberosity looks like. That's a mouthful right there. And we're also going to talk about what to do when you suspect that somebody has this. Uh, but before we get started, I'd just like us to take a moment to hear a word from our sponsors. Did you know that over 90% of foot and ankle problems are caused by a tight calf muscle? Introducing the Easy Slant. A durable, adjustable, and portable calf stretching device. The Easy Slant was designed to increase stretching compliance and get you back on your feet and feeling better faster. So if you work with patients seeking to ease or avoid foot pain or clients who want to improve their athletic performance, look no further. Visit EasySlant.com to learn more or order yours today. Enter coupon code OEP for a 10% discount on your first Easy Slant. Welcome back, folks. Well, today's podcast is going to be pretty short, but to the point, we're going to be talking about avulsion of the ischial tuberosity, and this is not something that you see very often. It's quite uncommon, actually. You typically will see this mostly with adolescents. It can happen in the older population, but it's quite rare. Um, and if somebody does have it in the older population, you need to be suspecting, you know, do they have osteoporosis or osteopenia or something like that, that could put them at higher risk. Uh, there's not a lot of literature about this because it is just so rare. So I'm just going to talk to you about a couple different cases that I had, uh, recently, and, um, I'll go through those and I think you'll find them both, um, quite interesting and, uh, somewhat comical. And, uh, but first, you know, I, I want to bring to your attention that when you are evaluating people who have hamstring strains, which are way more common, you need to think about, you know, what happens here. Okay, typically there is, you know, a high speed concentric contraction of the hamstring. It's either, um, it's typically at a lengthened position trying to pull your body forward or you are having an abrupt stop and you're, you flex at the waist while the knee is extended uh, and you get this high eccentric load to the hamstrings and you can get this this tearing this micro tearing or sprain of the hamstrings now typically you know some people will feel like it's some sort of a tearing type of sensation some people will hear a pop and um, there's typically immediate pain in the posterior thigh occasionally you will see some bruising back there I've also seen patients with a lot of swelling in that area, and it doesn't really take long for it to kind of bleed and hemorrhage in that area and then cause a lot of swelling. Now, when you are doing your differential diagnosis on these folks, you know, it's quite common. They just, they, they grab the back of that thigh right away. Um, and so what you do typically is you stretch the hamstring because remember the hamstrings are what attached at the ischial tuberosity or a few other muscles, but really your hamstrings are your big ones. And 
usually associated with some sort of a running or quick stopping activity. So you gently stretch those hamstrings to see if they have pain. If they have increased pain, you just continue with your selective tissue tension testing and have them contract the hamstrings to see if that causes pain also. Well, that's a pretty good sign that it's a hamstring problem. Now, if there is a large divot in the hamstrings, you need to be concerned that there's a complete rupture there. Those folks need to go to orthopedics right away. Now, once you do the selective tissue tension testing, it's important that you palpate the area, and obviously you're going to palpate those hamstrings. They're generally going to be sore and tender. But here's where the tip comes in today. Don't forget to palpate up to the ischial tuberosity, okay? If they're tender right at the tuberosity, you need to be questioning the possibility of an avulsion fracture, okay? So if they are tender in that area, tender in the hamstrings, they had some sort of a mechanism that could be consistent with this, you really should get an x-ray. If this is fractured, these folks need to get over to orthopedics right away. If there is a very large displacement, sometimes that has to be repaired. If it's not too displaced, um, then it may heal in place and, and get back to its footprint, but you need to teach people how to not overstrain the hamstring, not overstretch it, and not overcontract it so that it can heal well uh, in the right position. So a couple of years ago, here, here are my stories about my patients with avulsion uh, injuries. Um, a couple of years ago, I was at a soccer game with my daughter. She was playing and uh, a teammate was playing also. I happened to be standing next to the mom of this teammate of hers, and, and I noticed that this young lady, while she was on the, on the field, was limping a lot and had been limping for quite a while. So I asked mom, I said, so what's going on with her leg? And she said, well, she, about two or three months earlier, she was at a race, um, basically it was a track meet, and she accelerated quickly, it was the 100-yard dash, and so she accelerated quickly and after about three or four steps just fell to the to the ground writhing in pain with a severe amount of discomfort in the back of the leg um, some pain up to the back and the hip and um, so she was taken to the emergency room and uh, they did x-rays of her back did x-rays of her knee uh, but none of the hip and uh, was basically told this is just a strain and that it would get better. So this young lady was very tough, very strong. I know, I know who she is. I know her personality. And just worked through it. And it continued to bother her. And she continued to play sports, which was just amazing. So I, I said, well, you know, she really should have been better by now. After several months, this should have settled down, should have responded. So I asked to take a look at the patient. So the next morning, she came into the clinic. And I did take a look at her. Significant palpable pain in the ischial tuberosity, pain with resisted hamstrings, pain with stretching of the hamstrings. And so we said, well, let's get an x-ray on this. And upon getting the results from the x-ray, there was a significant, a very, very large avulsion. And it was just, I mean, it was just incredible, the size of it. Um, I'd love to be able to show you this picture, um, but I have it actually on my Instagram page. So you, if you want, you can take a look at that at OrthoEvalPal and check the uh, size of that out. And so she ended up having this uh, fixated uh, with a couple large screws. A couple orthopedic surgeons got together and uh, were able to take care of her. And then she was able to resume her um, sport activities after she recovered from that and did quite well. Now, here's another interesting scenario. 
a 45-year-old gentleman comes to see me uh, last week and says, I stopped abruptly to uh, grab a basketball that was really low to the ground, and I I bent forward at the waist, my leg was straight, I heard a big pop, and um, and so he comes into the clinic and he can't walk on his left leg, he literally is just limping in, severe pain, severe swelling in the back of the left leg, and so we, we check him out, just like I did with this uh, previous young lady, and um, you know he had significant tenderness to the ischial tuberosity and the proximal hamstring, and here's the funny part, so we send him for an x-ray. So he goes and he gets a pelvic x-ray and uh, he calls me up and he says, you're not going to believe this, but you were right. There was an avulsion fracture. Uh, He said, there's like a piece of my, you know, uh, sitting bone, as he said, that's pulled right off. So he goes directly to the orthopedic office and when he uh, starts to speak to them, they said, are you sure that this problem is on your left side? And he said, yes, it is. So they pull out the x-ray to find that he had no problems on his left side, but he actually had an old avulsion fracture of the ischial tuberosity on the right side. And then he proceeds to say, yeah, he said, I pulled my hamstring really bad like 10 years ago playing flag football. And I had this really severe pain. It was just like this one. Well, apparently it went unrecognized. And uh, he's been living all this time with an avulsion fracture on the opposite side. So really all he has is a hamstring strain and probably will recover well and not need to worry about surgery. Um, but just an interesting little story. And um, I hate to be wrong, of course, but you know you have to be wrong once in a while. At least we did the right thing. We evaluated him immediately. We sent him off to orthopedics immediately and had an x-ray done right away. Just to make sure that he didn't have a a serious problem there. So folks, um, this is not something you're going to see very often, but I think you should keep it in the back of your mind when you're evaluating patients who have hamstring strains. And, um, you know, just think about that. Sometimes you pick up on these things and they can be very helpful in um, getting people, you know, back on track and back to work, back to sports. So again, thank you all so much for listening. Uh, Be sure to send me your questions and I'll try to put them on the show. And uh, if you have any questions or comments you'd like to make about today's show, uh, be sure to send them to me. There are tons of links in the show notes. So be sure to check all those out so we can give you uh, some direction on where to go to um, get anything ortho from the foot and ankle up to the uh, head and neck. And uh, again, folks, thank you so much for listening to Ortho Valpal. Take care. We hope you've enjoyed the show. For some more awesome content, go to orthoevalpal.com. Can't wait to see you there.